Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Here with you on a Wednesday morning. We are glad to be back with you. Hope you guys enjoyed our little blast from the past yesterday. We might do a few more of those if sports never comes back. We might just find some of those (laughs) here and there. But that said, we're glad you're back at supertalk.fm. And still, all these months later, only you can help stop urination. You're the only one. Without your help. We seem to have If we had put the kind of resources into the coronavirus that we put into stamping out urination simulation, well, we would be already back to normal. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Churn and Spoon, as we've told you, is back up and running. So in the heat, go get you a frozen treat. They've got all sorts of sundaes and cones and milkshakes. And what? That was nice. In and the heat. Get you a frozen treat. Yeah, that was nice. I can, I can make things rhyme every now and again. Uh, and, of course, Strange Brew has been with you this whole time. And they've got plenty of cold drinks over there. They can get you a frozen hot chocolate. Any of their hot drinks can be made cold. Which, you know, if you're married, that's probably a pretty normal thing for you. Hot things turn cold all the time. So no big deal there. Just move on with your life. They even did me a solid. I don't know if they're supposed to do this. but Uh, Well, don't get anybody in trouble now. Well, when you're Joel T. That's true. That's true. You you get things done. But I I made a special phone call. I was running behind today trying to get to Columbus to uh, talk to Callan Hill and see the whole key presentation, got the key to the city ceremony and that on yours. And I was running behind. I called and I was like, Hey, I'm going to be there in like 10 minutes. Is there any way you could have me an albino squirrel ready and I just pay you and be on my merry way at the walk-up window over here at Midtown? Yeah. And there was nobody in there, I don't think, at the time. And they were like, sure. Yeah. And and so there you go. I, I literally got there. I was like, hey, I knew how much it was going to be. Here you that, go. That's the kind of service I mean, you get. I was there like 25 seconds. Well, there you that. go. So you could be getting that kind of service yourself. Head over to Strange Brew or to Churn and Spoon today. Uh, our good friends over at College Corner want to continue to help you look great they want you to look good and they want you to have a little extra money in your pocket they're making that work with their incredible gift card sale which is still going on i don't know that i've ever seen a sale go this long of this kind of magnitude without the company going bankrupt <laughs> it feels like they should be out of money by now <laughs> but they're still kicking along they're doing a great job and I, I i attribute that to you our great listeners who are taking advantage of this uh of this special if you haven't heard if you've been under a rock if this is your first time to listen well, you can get a $100 gift card over at uh, at College Corner by going to collegecornerstore.com. Just search for gift card in the bar there, and that'll take 30% off. You get it for 70 bucks. You can't beat that. 30% off any gift card purchase. Buy a new polo, get $30 back. That's a great deal. Go check it out at College Corner. <clears throat> Our good friends over at Advantage Business Systems know that right now might be the time you just don't have time to, to be inefficient in business. You don't have time these days. Everybody is expecting the best, even in these these strange times that we're living in. They expect you to be able to deliver on your promises. Advantage Business Systems' promise to you is they will help your business keep moving smoothly. So why don't you give them a call today and find out how they can help you. Find out what 45 years of experience 
gets you in terms of expertise. 844-833-6245. Or visit them online at absms.com and find out why Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. Woo! Oh, you got the woo in. I got a little woo in there. Yeah. I felt good. That was a good read. It was a good read. All right. uh, It's Rumblings Day. We couldn't come up with a topic, so we just let you guys have at it, and we'll move on into the rumblings, and that's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. They wanted you to let let me know that if you live in Collinsville, Mississippi, I'm going to be totally honest. I don't know where that is. I know where Collins, Mississippi is. Where is Collinsville? You're looking it up over there. You're doing the Google. Where is it? Collinsville, Mississippi. Uh, it is in Lauderdale County. Okay. Uh, population 1,948, mm-hmm. and it is located so, in, uh, it's somewhere right around Meridian. Well, yeah, that's where Lauderdale yeah. County, yeah. So, Well, good good news if you live in that area. And if you live in Meridian, you might be worth making the drive because they will be selling welcome home beef products in the local grocery stores there in Collinsville. That's their first one. Don't, don't be surprised when it, that it's not going to be the last one either. Your local grocery store could very well be next, and you start getting some of the high-end quality products that the guys at Welcome Home Beef have been giving us here in Starkville since the day they opened the doors. Great steaks, burgers, top-of-the-line brisket, beef ribs, roast. They've got it all. So, if you live in that area, lucky you. If not, not a big deal because Welcome Home Beef is happy to ship products directly to your door. Give them a call today at 662-418-2021 or visit them online. Facebook.com slash Welcome Home Beef. Put your order in. Don't forget... They're always willing to help you out with those special orders. So just ask, and ye shall receive. There's a little, throw a little, throw a little Bible in there for you, Joel. Does just for you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You should incorporate the Bible into all aspects of your life, and I think your life well, would go much smoother. Well, now you're, you're 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 making me work. You know, just let me let me get the let me just work what I can in, and I'll, I'll do the best that I can. You know, growing up, we we always oh, sang we the song "He's Still Working on Me." Yeah. Are you saying at the age of? 44, he's still working Under on Under construction. <laughs> we, we've had an, we've had, it's been an accident-free zone since Thursday of last week, maybe. One thing's for sure, there's no accidents with Welcome Home Beef. Because it just tastes good. All right. Just uh, regular old rumblings. Let's get it right into it. Excuse me. Uh, Josh Smith has our first question. He wants to know your, the favorite bowl game we've attended as fans and as reporters. Hmm. Uh, as a fan, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I haven't been to just a ton of bowl games as a fan. Because if you think here, uh, from the time I was like 15 until the time that I got on the beat, there was only like two bowl games there. Mm-hmm. Both of them Liberty Bowls. Yeah. And I went to both. What, 07 and... And 13. 13. Uh, went to both. Had a good time in 13, Liberty Bowl. Uh, I mean, I didn't stay. I just drove up and had a good day at the game. And, of course, it was a good game. And that was kind of the start of what would end up being a fantastic 2014. That was kind of... The, I don't know. To me, that 2013 Liberty Bowl was like the genesis of... Because leaving that game, I can remember having the conversation in the car like, they're going to be really freaking good next year. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anybody first saw number one in the country, but with that coming back in 14, it just felt like they were going to be really... So I haven't been to a ton of games. And before I was 15, like, you know, Snow Bowl and that whole nine yards, yeah. I watched on TV. But my parents, while they were 
you know, they were state fans. They weren't, like, going to the games and things. So I just – I didn't go to any bowl games, I don't think, before. That 07 Liberty Bowl may have been my first bowl game as a fan. And so I, the only two I've ever been to as a fan was 07 and 13. So, And I covered the, the 10 uh, – 2010 Gator Bowl or whatever it was in Jacksonville on the as a reporter I was the high school reporter then at the SDN and then I took a gap there so I didn't go to that one as a fan so I only have two choices here so I guess I'll go 2013 Liberty Bowl because the 20 2007 Liberty Bowl mm-hmm. while they won and then it was just a boring game and then what's the best one you've covered ah uh, best game best bowl game that I've covered hmm I enjoyed being in Tampa with you guys. I know that that was a turd of a game for Mississippi State fans, but I enjoyed Tampa. Okay. So I'm trying for to me, think if there's another one that I enjoyed more. I've only covered two bowl games. And, yeah, I had more fun in Tampa than I did in, in, in Nashville this past year. So that's an easy one for me. Uh, and then I've only went, gone to a couple of bowl games myself. And so for me, I guess it's the 07 Liberty Bowl. The other one, I went to the 94 Peach Bowl. Um... And I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I've never, you know, obviously State didn't go to a lot of bowl games. And for the most part, I was always working or something. Never, never could go. So those, those are my two as well. All right. Uh, here we are here. Johnny Bethia wants to say David Fair was better than Marcus Dupree. No question. Just wants to make a statement. I'll allow that to happen. <laughs> uh, Rhino Montgomery. Rhino from the, uh, hey. from, from Super Talk, producer for the JT show and, Good things with Rebecca Turner. Celebrity question asker. Wants a starting five for a hypothetical basketball game, but the roster has to be made entirely of people who've played James Bond. <laughs> so This is going to have to be all you, because so I've never I looked been... It up. I looked it up. First of all... Daniel I'm, Craig, I think, is the only one that I could just name. He, he, I'm, I, I, I went, I'm only going to go with the James Bonds who've played more than one time in a movie. All right, So, like, one-timers are no good, TV show, whatever. Uh, the tallest James Bond was actually Sean Connery. There you go. Six foot two. Oh, yeah, Connery. I could have named Connery. Yeah, but. Connery. So he's going to be uh, at the point guard. I want confidence. So I'm going Pierce Brosnan at the at that. I've the forgotten point. all about Pierce Brosnan. We'll let Roger Moore uh, be the shooting guard because he was the star of A View to a Kill. So you got to figure he's got good shooting eyes there. Uh, at the wing, Timothy Dalton. You know, just he guy can do a little bit of everything. And then at the power forward, you want the, the the muscle, right? That's Daniel Craig. Yeah. So that's where that's where I'm going with this. I will defer to you for yeah. the answer to this question. I'm not a huge James you put, Bond. You put, I'm not either. I, that's why I, I, I remembered Brosnan after you said his name, yeah. but just sitting here trying to think of him, I couldn't. Yeah. Daniel Craig was the only one. Did you one. not play a lot of GoldenEye when you were a kid? Nope. Okay. Uh, my friends did, but yeah. I did not. So. Was that not allowed in the Coleman household? No, it was allowed. That's just, the devil. Well, GoldenEye was a uh, N64 game. Yeah. I, I didn't have an N64. Oh, okay, okay. That was like the one game everybody had on N64, that and, and Smash Brothers. Yeah. So I went straight from like Super Nintendo up to uh, uh, Sega to like PS1. <laughs> there was an, I, didn't have a, I didn't have an N64. I, maybe I had a generational gap there when it came to video games. All right, uh, where are we here? Rob Montgomery, over under nine and a half regular season games played by Mississippi State this fall. That's the number, nine and a half. That's where you want to be. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say under. I'm going to say nine. <sighs> I, I'm with you. I feel like they're going to get the eight conference games and one more. Yeah, Vandy. No, I think it'll be North Carolina State. 
That's right. That's right. I was thinking all conference schedule, but you're right. right. They're going to try and get the ACC thing in there because you keep all those rival right. games. Yeah, I like your idea better, but I still say nine. Okay. Follow up. Do you think there's a minimum number of games the conferences want that if it becomes clear the conferences can't even get to eight or something, then they move towards the spring season? I think they'll play if they can only play eight this year. They'll play eight, but they're. Eight seems like a minimum. Well, they're not going to cancel conference. If, if they're going to let SEC teams play, they're not going to cancel SEC games, right? If you did, and I'm like you, I don't think they will, could you just play six and just play your division? Thought. I don't know if they could or couldn't, or would or wouldn't. Um, actually, out of fairness, for fairness's sake, that actually makes a ton more sense than eight. Because everybody in your division is playing the exact same schedule. So whoever comes out of that, that's mm-hmm. the division champ. Plain and simple. Nobody can say, yeah, but you drew Florida this year and I drew Vandy or whatever. Um, yeah. It, out of fairness, you'd get a, I guess, more clear division champ if you only played your division opponents. Right. That's why I would be in favor if you wanted to play 12 to just play everybody twice in your division. That's not going to happen. Yeah, but. that's not going to happen. I don't need two Egg Bowls in my life in one year. I don't need that. I mean, this year's been weird anyway. Why I don't, not have two? I don't bowls? need. Don't you put that evil on me, Joel Coleman? All right, I can only get up for that once a year. <laughs> or what if they did a spring schedule with twelve games, where you had two egg bowls, no. and then you played another one in November, then you have three egg bowls in a calendar year? Abomination! No, I can't. I can only get my mind right once a year for that. Okay, no. JC wants to know, Brian, as a new Chelsea supporter, welcome. How do transactions work in the EPL? They work very easily. Uh, it's very easy to keep up with. Um, there are two windows for transactions. The one ends uh, in the, the beginning of September. One ends at the beginning of February. Those are the only times you can have transactions. There are no other transaction times. Um, you can do tra- transfers and loans. Loans are you have younger players who aren't going to crack your starting lineup. You can loan them to other teams so they can play. So imagine if the Braves didn't have a or let's let's just say the the minor league baseball system was not actually connected to the major league baseball system. You just had teams and they just had players. And the Braves had a kid who's a good player, but he's not he's right behind Acuna. He's another center fielder, right? Yeah. Like, well, we want this kid Christian to get, Pache. Right. Then we want this kid to get at bats. What can we do? They might loan him to a smaller team so that he could get at bats. That's how you that that's how that works. That makes a lot of sense. Transfers are they're like trades in that the player goes to another team. But they are not like trades in that two players aren't changing space. In EPL, you buy the players. So it's so, essentially kind of like a free agent. A little kind bit. of, but you have to pay the team. So, like, let's say Chelsea – I'll give you a Chelsea player. Uh, uh, Mason Mount. I hope he doesn't get transferred. Well, I mean, it's like getting traded now for cash considerations right, in but, MLB. But cash considerations in MLB are usually like a couple hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. These are millions. Yeah. You know, a good player could go for $80, 100000000 million. So this would be like trading Acuna for cash considerations. Yeah. It, it, what what would Acuna be worth on the free market if you said you can sign this guy to a new five-year deal? That's what you'd have to pay the Braves to get him. And then you have to still sign him to a contract. So, for example, uh, Real Madrid last year got Chelsea's best player, Eden Hazard. They had to give Chelsea $130 million to be allowed to sign him. 
and then they signed him to a contract which is worth yeah. whatever it's worth. Well, this is kind of like when when baseball teams go overseas and they have to pay the Japanese right. team a certain right, right, fee right. or whatever. Right, to... very similar. Yeah, okay. so that's how it works, and it only happens twice a year. So we are coming up on the uh, August transfer window, and when that happens, the players Chelsea has already signed some players. In terms of they've agreed to everything, they just haven't. It's nothing's official yet. I guess it technically is official with Zeke and Werner. They've got another guy that coming in, but those guys will join the team in August. So that's how that works. Gotcha. So that's how that works. Uh, what is one moment still with JC here that includes your favorite MLB team? You could what well, you'd like to go back and watch live and in person, but it cannot be a World Series moment. So what's a brain? Oh, it's just so simple. What's that? 1992 NLCS oh, yeah. Game yeah, 7. Oh, yeah, that's easy. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I mean, I don't even have to sweat to think of that one. That's a good one. I still watch that frequently. Oh, yeah. Here almost 30 years later. Well, then for me, I'll go with NLCS. Travis Ishikawa's uh, walk-off home run in uh, 2014. Right. And if it had to be a regular season moment, mm-hmm. I think I know that one too. What's that? The clincher in 91. The worst to first Braves that kind of started the, the whole 14 straight division title run. Yeah, uh, to I, be there would have been pretty darn cool. I would because he was. St- I don't think he was as reviled yet. People were still sort of fans of Barry Bonds at 715. Yeah, because you know breaking Aaron was was big, but for some reason people Babe Ruth was like it's just bigger. I don't know why. It just is. So seeing him hit 715 would have been, cool. or seeing him hit number 70 that season would have been cool. Uh, with the NHL returning, along with the pro-American sports, what are the chances you'll sit down and watch an NHL game? I like hockey. I'll watch it. I mean, I just... Other than, like, playoff hockey, I'd never watch hockey. Yeah. Uh, but right now, if there's a live sporting event on, and I have time, that's another issue at the moment. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a good chance I might have it on as I work or do whatever. There you go. Uh, Kaysen Coleman wants to know, am I related to the famous Joel T. Coleman? I don't know, Kaysen, but I'll claim you, I guess. I, I don't know much about you, but you sure got a good last name. I always believe that people who have the same last name are at some point related. It may be thousands of years in the past, but... Well, I can, you know, if you believe that well, God created Adam, we're all we're, I, I get that. Well, we're all inbred if we're going to go that far, so let's not, <laughs> let's not do that. So. Uh, let's see here. Brad McWhorter. Listen to the Egg Bowl replay. It made me so happy for just a little while to forget the mess we're in right now. That's good. That's what I was shooting for. What are you looking for the most this fall, assuming we can get it together, wear a dang mask, and everything can go back to somewhat normal? What are you most looking forward to? Uh, like, probably just being a fool with you guys in the press box and in, in, that, me- yeah. in media settings. Because, truthfully... There's a lot in our job that's hurry up and wait. Yeah. Like, get to the game, and you kind of get your stuff ready, and then there's, like, time where we're just kind of, all right, what's next? Yeah. And, and so we have fun. And then interview night. It's a ball-breaking session is yes, what you Yes, it's what it is, yes. And, and interview nights, we're sitting there for hours sometimes waiting, waiting yeah. on these guys. So, yeah, yeah I just kind of miss some of the, the fraternity, just I guess. Just the normality of it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm looking forward to? What? That first box score. When it's Costello is 44 for 62 for 478 yards and five <laughs> touchdowns. I, I, I'm going to frame that, I think. I can't wait to see it. Uh, Patton Paris. 
top three football games you've seen in person? Mm. Talking about just for drama? Like we were there for this? Yeah, for me, 99 Egg Bowl. Uh, they're all going to be Mississippi State games. I just mm-hmm. haven't been to enough outside of that. Uh, 99 Egg Bowl, the 96 Alabama game, and the 99 Auburn game. That's my top three. So that's what we're going with here, drama? Sure, I mean, that's what I'm going with. That's what I'm going with. You you come up with your own. Because the most memorable that I've ever been at is 2014 Auburn. To me, that was, that will – walking out of the stadium that day, again, we're going back to pre-beat days, Joel, knowing that tomorrow morning I'm going to wake up mm. and I'm going to see a number one beside Mississippi yeah. State. Like, as far as just games, that that's number one. If we're going drama, though, that's not. Right. Uh, if we're going drama, I 2007 Egg Bowl was fun. Yeah. Uh, That's such a bad game, though. It was a bad game, yeah. but like the last, the last quarter, quarter was fantastic. Was, yes. Yeah. Uh, I was not at the '99 Egg Bowl though. I was glued into the TV. Fourteen-year-old mm. me. Mm. Um, 13, this past thirteen Egg Bowl. Thirteen Egg Bowl. Yes, yes, yes. I was there for that one too. So that I'll throw that on the list. Maybe all, all Egg Bowls. Yeah. Is this as a fan or is this it just that you've seen in person? That I've seen right. in person, so I can. But I mean, even on the beat, I don't. I don't have games at top the three that I listed. I don't think. Uh, on, on the spot, I'll just go ahead and. I, I don't know that this one would be there, but that Egg Bowl this past year will, will forever stick with me. Who's hey, so a, a large part uh, of it being who I was standing beside as all that happened. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Austin Riley. If you didn't know that. Top three athletes you've ever seen in person, college or high school? Um, top three in person. You go while I think. Uh, for high school, it's A.J. Brown. Oh, good one. Best high school football player I ever saw. Uh, college, you know, Dak is going to be close to the list. Um, I mean, we saw... Tebow and Manziel both saw T-Bell, I saw Tebow, I saw Manziel. T-Bell is a combination. <laughs> unstoppable. <laughs> totally unstoppable. Eli Manning was pretty freaking good. Eli, yeah, but when if you say football players, sure, athletes. Oh, we're just we're just going well, athletes. Again, I'm just telling you what I'm thinking, how I read the question. Okay. You do you do you. Um I'll say Tebow, and I'm going to NFL. I saw Reggie Bush and he, I saw a game where he returned two punts for a touchdown, and he had another one go like sixty yards. And I was just thinking, every time he touched the ball, it's like he's gone. Yeah, he, he was a guy that every time he touched the ball, watching him, I held my breath. I was like, he's fixing to score. So those are my top three. Willie Gay was another really darn yeah. good high school player. Yeah, um, and to see him play quarterback too. <laughs> yeah. just, he's running the ball, guys. You ain't gonna stop him, yeah. but there he goes. What do you think, <laughs> man? That that game. Will forever stick in my mind. That was so much fun because I was—I don't know where I was, but I was keeping up with that game on Twitter. I was just like, "Is this really happening?" Because somebody was tweeting, "Is like gay for eight, gay for 10. I was like, "What is going on? Why is he playing quarterback?" And they, then as incredible. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to watch that. But uh, 
for athletic, I, I don't know. But seeing Jason Campbell in high school, man, he was oh, dominant. He yeah. was a stud. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, college, I, I would have to go. Tebow or Manziel for yeah, me. Yeah, Manziel, he just dominated state both games. Uh, Patton Paris, if you could guarantee college football comes back, but the price is Mississippi State goes 2-10, will you take it? John Cohen would take it. John Cohen would take it because the money the money comes in. I would uh, take it, but that would be a bitter pill to swallow. It would be, be no fun to watch, no fun to cover. It would be work. no fun to watch – but you have to take it because if they don't play football this year, yeah, a it, it alters the landscape of your college athletics forever. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a good thing though. Maybe Power Five pulls away and comes becomes something better. Yeah. If they don't play, football. I don't know. But yeah, I think I'd take it. Well, I definitely take it because it means they play football, which means I'm still employed. Yeah, we're all yeah. so you and I, I. I'm rooting for my job here. We're a sort of bit. the wrong people to ask this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, zero and twelve is fine with me. Yeah. Because that means I keep yeah. the job. The fan part of me goes, God, that would really suck. But it, I, I need to keep my job. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, I take it. Uh, Derek, give us an interesting off-the-field uh, interaction with an MSU athlete. Uh, first one that comes to I mean, I have I have several, but uh-huh. I'll just go with the first one that comes to mind. Uh, my niece adores Elijah Matt and me. Mm-hmm. Like, loves him. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she made her softball team uh, back, I guess, last – not this past spring, mm-hmm. but spring before. So spring of 2019, mm-hmm. uh, I caught up with McNamee in the parking lot. I was like, hey, do you mind real quick? I'm going to record a video. You just say hello to her, congratulate her making her softball team. Basically, I did a free cameo yeah. with Elijah McNamee. He's like, yeah, man, I don't care. I mean, Mac's going to do anything. Yeah, good guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so anyway, I did that and – Sent it to, to my niece, and now it's been a year and a half later, and she still watches that thing like a year and a half. I mean, she just sh- showed me the other day. He's like, look, remember this? I'm like, yeah, I remember it. Yeah, yeah so, uh, yeah. Mississippi State, and we're lucky to co- – and I'm not saying that there's not good folks everywhere, but State's had a lot of really cool athletes through the years that will yeah, willing to do stuff like yeah. that and things. Uh, for me, Jake Mangum coming to my Christmas party was pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. But I'm going to go with – this sticks, sticks in my mind – so we were about to do a press conference, and Nick Fitzgerald's coming to the podium, and Tyler made a fat joke about me, and I just I just looked at him. I was like, I can't believe in this it's 20, 2018, and we're still body shaming. I mean, Nick, can you believe this? And Nick just looked at Tyler's like, it's just embarrassing, man. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> it's just stuck with me all these years. So. I thought that was funny. Uh, Brandon Maskew, best vacation recommend spot recommendation, non sports related. Best what non vacation spot. Oh, but there's no sports, related. so we're not going to, you know, Atlanta for a baseball game or something. It's got to be the beach, right? Before I answer this question, to go backwards, it'll mm-hmm. always stick out to me now, especially being the, the superstar that he is. Dak giving me grief all the time for wearing red and blue because I always <laughs> wore, wore my Braves stuff. But anyway, uh, I've heard Dak Prescott cuss. I'll put it that way. <laughs> I, I asked him if he was a Saints fan, and he said something no. <laughs> <laughs> so if that ruins any of y'all's appreciation of Dak Prescott, I'm sorry, but he 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 would have used the number 17 had he been on six pack speed. <laughs> uh, best vacation spot, non sports related. Uh, I'm probably swayed here by the fact that my family loves it more than I do. Um, but beach, I mean, I yeah. I know that's vague because there's so many places you can go to the beach. 
but my family, kids, wife, everyone loves beach water, and I like when they're happy. So that makes me like it. Um, so I hate to be a little general there, but I'll just say beach. Okay, yeah, I, I would agree with that. You know, I mean, Vegas for me. I mean, you can bet on sports there, and now they've got they've got sports stuff happening there. They have hockey, and they have uh, the the Raiders are there now. But I mean, I. I, I, I wouldn't need to deal with any sports through that unless you consider gambling a sport. Yeah. So, um, I just like the beach vibe too. Like my favorite thing at the beach, it in the beach. It's getting a condo or whatever and having your balcony and yeah. just sitting out there at nighttime. Yeah. And where the you hear the water and yeah. big bright moon and yeah, yeah, it's good times. Joey Madeer wants to know: There's no penalty regardless of whatever you do. How would you celebrate a game tying touchdown against Ole Miss? So game tying is not good. I want game winning. So how do you celebrate? So we're going game winning yeah. here? Oh, man. I... <laughs> and there's no flag? I know exactly what I'm going to do. What? I'm going to run down the Ole Miss sideline, giving them the bird from from one end to the other. I'm going to go into the, and I'm going to go to their fans and do the same thing. 100%. <laughs> no, there's no flag? I might give him a couple of DX crotch chops, too. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing the Shawn Michaels. I'm just going down the line like this. Yes. You guys can picture what I was I'm doing. I'm not topping that. Go go to the go next, to the next one. All right. That's that's the correct answer. All right. Justin Strawn, 12-21, although he asked early what their theme was. So NBA has put their players in a bubble <coughs> Excuse me, so they can play basketball. What activity would you be willing to go into a bubble so you could continue to do it? Hmm. I mean, I don't know. That's sort of an odd question. Like something that paid me a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, like if they, I'm getting guys. paid their, their money, I'll do just about anything. Uh, Ten million a year, you can put me in whatever kind of bubble you want. Hmm. I mean, that's where I'm going with that. Yeah, I, I, that's tough. Yeah. Well, we look back on the years to come at the sports that took place this year. What will be the weirdest thing? The NBA bubble, a 60 game MLB season. The cancellation of the NCAA tournament or whatever college football ends up being. For me, it's going to be – well, I don't know. I'll, have, I'll need to wait to see what college football is, yeah. I guess. Um, but right now, the 60-game MLB thing with no fans in the stands, that's going to be incredibly weird. I mean, it's going to be weird for everybody. Well, I mean, but you, you're going to look back and the Cy Young winner is going to go like 5-1. and one. Yeah. No complete games. <laughs> it's just, you know. MVP may hit. I mean, because you know, 60 games, you may hit the, the, 380. The, I mean, you may hit 400. The, there will be somebody. I, that, that That's a hot take or whatever. Frozen, You can freeze and cold take me. Somebody's going to hit 400 this year. I think I need to go back and find this tweet. I may be wrong, so don't like use this as a trivia answer. But I believe I saw a tweet the other day that the last player to hit 400 through 60 games of a season, mm-hmm. which this year would be the entire season. Mm-hmm. Was Larry Wayne Chippa Jones? I can believe that. Yeah, Tony uh, Gwynn probably had it a couple times, but yeah, so, somebody will hit 400 this year. I bet it, it could. Yeah, yeah. Uh, could you, can you imagine MVP is going to hit like 390 with seven homers or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe more than seven, but 12, 15, maybe. Uh, I really miss movies. As much as I like going to the theater, I'm ready for studios to start sending movies direct to streaming. How much longer does this have to go on before that starts happening? That's something that I'm surprised hasn't started to happen. You're seeing a little bit with Netflix, but I mean, imagine if Marvel had released Black Widow or uh, whoever DC had put out Wonder Woman during all this. Yeah, I mean, they would have had a, a, a ton of money. Wasn't didn't Frozen two 
Wasn't it supposed to be in theaters, and they ended up just putting it on Disney Plus? No, it, it made it, it was something. Did it make it in theaters? There was okay. one recently that they did do that. I, I don't know what it was though. So, I think Hamilton was supposed to go to theaters, wasn't it? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, Frozen Two. They just released it early, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what they did. Yeah. They threw it on Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, Brian McDuff. The talk of NFL money has been thrown around for a reason. They're going to play. What about bowl games? You think they'll feel the same way? Uh, I don't know. But that's a good question. You know, there's a ton of money, you know, TV money tied up in bowl games. The difference is this. The TV, TV, ESPN and those places, they pay, Fox, they pay the NFL, right? ESPN is paying itself with TV money because they own the bowl games. So I, I don't know if it's the same. It's, it's sort of not an apples-to-apples comparison. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, as we see here today, it's tough for me to imagine they're going to have like the, I don't know. Cheese it bowl or whatever. Yeah, that's, right? not, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't. Uh, he asked if do you think Jimbo not coaching could have a big effect. Jimbo's coaching. He's not suspended. He has a show cause. He will not miss any games for coaching. And then last one: if college football is canceled, will there be added eligibility and a compressed NFL draft? I think there will. Be, I think yes and no. I think there definitely will be added eligibility, but the NFL is not changing anything. No. Yeah, you'll still have the draft next April. Yeah. They, they're they seem pretty rigid with that, but. You know, they haven't announced anything eligibility-wise, but you'd have to think, since they gave it to spring sport athletes, yeah. if they canceled the season, that they would grant it to fall athletes, too. They, they, will, they, they will definitely grant that, but your seniors, a lot of those guys aren't going to take it. They're just going to go ahead and move on. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, our friend Big Swole, Justin Cole. What is your favorite special uniform that State's won, worn for football? Um... I like those. Uh, this is going really recent. Last year, the uh, what was it called? The the they were black. Had the black jersey. Had Mississippi. The word Mississippi, like the oh the, the Mississippi uh, logo. The, 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 they they were gray. They were the ones the the, the, mil- yeah. the Sonny Montgomery. Sonny Montgomery. Thank yeah. you. You like those? I kind of like. Those. I didn't care for those. I, I didn't like that it didn't say Mississippi State on the helmet or MSU. Okay. I guess uh, that's I, a- I, 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 the gray was okay, Val- and, I, and I liked the idea. Um, I've never been a fan of the Egg Bowl uniforms. Like, they just, gold and maroon just clad. I mean, I have some yeah. good memories of them wearing said uniforms. Yeah. But I like the silver helmets. The ones with the, like, the bulldog? No, no, no. The silver helmet with, with the maroon. State? State. Okay. I like those. They wore them for, uh, like, BYU a couple of years ago. They, they normally wear them with, like, the black. Yeah. Uh, but I don't like the black. I like the, uh, I mean, I, I'm pretty straightforward. You know what I don't like? All white. Don't like that. Uh, another one from Big Soul. What is your favorite? What is the best wrestling finisher, and why is it the sw- Swole Slam? <laughs> the Swole Slam will put you down. There's no question about that. Did you see this thing from Impact the other day where somebody DDP retweeted it? Somebody jumped off the top rope to like do like a flying headbutt, and another guy jumped off the top the other top rope and caught him and did a diamond cutter in midair. Did not see this. It is incredible. Something for Randy Orton to aspire. <laughs> oh my gosh. Orton is doing some really good stuff right now, by the way. Yeah, good he's work. one of the. He also says he's gonna if we give if we DM him, he's gonna send us some merch. We need to do. That. He says, "Don't worry, he's got a child size for you and a man size for me." <laughs> all right, uh, WB. A lot of a lot of soccer questions here. So these are all for me, I guess. Yeah, I guess so because I can't answer. All right, what is my opinion on financial fair play and thoughts on the Man City ban overruled? Well, the Man City ban is the end of financial fair play. I'm not a big fan of it. Teams should be allowed to spend their money. 
You know, you want to you want to win, spend money. I don't have a I don't have a problem with you know lesser teams. They don't have the money, and you know this is how it is. Thoughts on Kai Havertz? Looking forward to seeing him in West London next year. What player would I like to see Chelsea sell in the next window? That's a good question. Um, probably Jorginho. I just don't think he's got a role anymore with the team. What position does Chelsea need to strengthen in the next window? Center back. They they are they're weak there. Prediction on the FA Cup against that other team in London? At least it's not Tottenham. Uh, I think they'll win. I think Chelsea will win. What's up? You you look funny. Okay. No, no, I'm I'm listening, but I'm just I don't know what you're talking about really. So it's I'm fine. catching up. Make sure we haven't yeah. missed any breaking yeah. news or anything. Clay Crowder wants to know, what's more likely, college football starting on time or, but not finishing the season, or it's delayed but the season is finished? I thought we were still in soccer questions. No, I'm moving on. Oh, I'm sorry. What was the question? Again, our friend Clay Crowder, who you will show some respect to. <laughs> that was an honor to. of you, Bob. <laughs> he really was looking at his phone. College, what's more likely, college football starts on time but does not finish the season, or college football is delayed, but the season is finished. I'm almost convinced it's not starting on time. Yeah, I agree. So I'll go the other route. I think they'll they'll delay it, but it will get done. But I also don't think it'll be a full season either. I don't think we're playing 12 games. Uncle Ruckus, who just gets worse every day, rank these Swayze movies. Roadhouse, Point Break, Red Dawn. I... It's Roadhouse one here. I'm just saying. Because I you give me your. I don't think I've seen. I don't. I haven't watched the other two, so can't tell you. This is this is an outrage. <laughs> you haven't seen those movies are on TV all the time. I know, but I haven't watched them. All right, you you need to find one and DVR it, and then uh, for me, it's Point Break, Roadhouse, Red Dawn. Okay, that's my my top three. I love Point Break. I will watch it just about any time. That's one of those movies wherever it is, I can just turn in and watch it. Yeah. Uh, Will Bailey, it is currently raining in Starkville. It was when he sent this tweet. What's your favorite thing to do during a summer storm, and why is it taking a nap? It is taking it is. a nap. Took one day. Yeah, it was. I have a metal roof about in my minutes. house too, and I mean that's just the best thing. Yeah, it, it was a great timing because it was time for Cal T to to take his little afternoon nap, and uh-huh. so I was like, you know what, Daddy's gonna lay with you for a minute, and so I fell asleep. I woke up like thirty minutes in. He was still asleep, but. Uh-huh. Uh, but at 30-minute power now, it was yeah. fantastic. What's your favorite sports memory that happened in the rain besides the third quarter of Auburn in 2014? Hmm. Ooh. It was pouring at it the 2013 was. Egg Bowl. Did it rain that It night? rained that night, yeah. It was cold, too. I remember it being cold. and I remember being there. I just don't it remember rained, it, it rained in the, 20, the 1999 Egg Bowl, but that was before the game. Um... Trying to think. Trying to think. There's not not a. Like the really worst weather games for state are are losses. Two thousand Arkansas, two thousand one Troy, ninety six at LSU. Trying to think if there's any like great Braves moment in the rain. Well, it's tough to play baseball in the rain, you know. Yeah, I know. But sometimes they. We We might come back to that. I don't know. Cameron McGee, what would be the most entertaining game between rivals if it was fought between their real-life mascots? So we have an elephant versus a tiger for, for the Iron Bowl. I think the elephant would mess that tiger up, to be You know, you could have played that in NCAA football. You could, but I'm talking about like in, you know, real in the jungle kind of thing happening here. <laughs> an elephant would, would mess a tiger up. Yeah. 
Bulldog versus a land shark. Well, land sharks don't exist, so this would be very easy. <coughs> Duck versus beaver would be one of the worst ones ever. Like, if they're both herbivores. They're not going to attack each other. Uh, Trojans versus an Irishman. How drunk is the Irishman? He's hammered. He might take that Trojan down. Uh, and then lastly, Wolverines versus a nut. Wolverine would would win that, which would be the only time they've won against the nut recently. <laughs> <coughs> all right. Uh, Haven Cox, hypothetically speaking, if all college football was moved to the spring, how many games would they play? Would this push the following season farther back in the fall to let the players rest in time? This is what I keep thinking is that a spring season almost turns football into a spring sport. Because when are you going to say, okay, we're having two seasons in one year? The thing that I think about with a spring season is like if you, I don't know, you break a leg in in the second or third week of the season. Well, you just missed two seasons. You know, you don't. You're not going to have time to heal for right. season right. two of the year. Right. So I, I, I don't know. In my mind, there's just too many obstacles to do yeah, the spring I don't, thing. I don't but see it. anyway, uh, let's see here. Uh, another one from. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, from Have. Oh no, this is this is from Traquan Key. In your opinion, oh, we got a real live sports question here. In your opinion, what are some of the things the basketball staff needs to do to improve team success and fan engagement? Well, fan engagement is the easy one. They just got to keep winning, and they they need to start winning better. Does that make sense? Cleaner, you know, stop stop struggling against bad teams, dominate them, you know, and then find. We've talked about Howland and the signature win thing, but you know, like next year, if you go to when you go to Oxford, win the game and win it easily, and people are be, be fine. I I always go back to that game two seasons ago, where if State had just beaten Ole Miss in Oxford, they or I guess it was three seasons ago, people would have would have gotten back on board, I think. But instead, it's, it's just every time it feels like the, the bubble's about to pop, it pops the wrong way. <laughs> So. And as far as improved team success, I mean, I don't really know. All you can do is recruit. Yeah. So, um, He asked, what are the top five disappointing moments in MSU sports for the past decade? That's a whole show. I don't have to. Well, that can't just be a question. <laughs> That's a whole hour-long get-together. Over-under for I'll football. I'll tell you the most disappointing. Go. To me, mm. anyway. And I'm going back to Fanda. Losing that game at Alabama in 14. When, like, if you win it, you win the West, and you're number one, and then you, like... I would have really thought you would have picked that. Thought you would have gone thirteen World Series. Oh, I thought we were going like. Oh, you're talking about. I said MSU sports. Oh, MSU sport. Okay, I'm sorry. My bad. I, I, I was thinking all football. There. Thirteen, and then the uh, the Notre Dame women's game. Thing is, though, thirteen was. If that thirteen World Series come down to one game, maybe, but. But it's a disappointing moment. Moment. It's a moment. Losing the national championship. Yeah. And then the losing the Notre Dame women's game to be on there. Yeah, okay, all, all those again. Yeah, you can make a show. We can make, we'd be a whole a whole week. That could be like a whole, uh, like a what's an intervention? Just yeah. get it all out. Yeah, that Notre Dame here national championship game. Ugh. Yeah. All right, here we go. Over unders for football, thirty five points per game. First, I'm I'm going gut over. I agree. Three hundred and thirty yards passing per game. Over. So I just want to I just want to check something here real quick. We're gonna do this was Leach Leach at Washington State, starting with last year, passing yards per game, four thirty seven. Hold on, computer that wants to 
not go with me here. 437, 373, 366, 362, 389, 477. Whitey. They went 3 and 9 that year. Uh, 368. 330. So only his first year, and it was 330.4. So only in his first year were they under that. So, yeah, over. Uh, 140 yards rushing per game. Way under. Go under on that. Yep. I'd be surprised if they average 100. Listen to the earlier show this week. That's right. Moreland. And then defense ranked 55th. That's I, f- I feel like they can be higher than that. But I do too, but it's... I'll say over, but not much over. Like 50th? Yeah, which is going to be fine. Ryan Sparks adds another rivalry matchup. Iowa State versus Miami. A tornado versus a hurricane. I think the hurricane wins. I mean, yeah, if you got, the hurricane actually can make tornadoes. Yeah, there you go. That, that's a good point. Hail State hype. If I set the line of current MSU players in the NFL getting inducted into the Hall of Fame at one and a half, would you go over or under? Current Bulldogs in the NFL... Getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. one and a half. Yeah, feels like over. I feel like Fletcher Cox is going to get in, and Chris Jones is on the path to get in. Jeff then, Simmons could get on the path to get in. Maybe gonna, it's so I'm, early. It's, it's, it's early, 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 one early. year. I'm, yeah. I'm not, well, I'm not willing to go there just yet. I'm not, I'm not, but I'm just saying, would it surprise you? No, because he's a great football player. Yes, but I'm going to let that go out a little bit. And then Dak and Darius Slay are going to be in the conversation if their con- careers continue along this path. Um, if State and Ole Miss play two times this year, would the Egg Bowl trophy be played for both times? I would think so. Why would you not play that game? It's, that trophy's, When those two teams play football against each other, the trophy is on the line. Simple as that. Yeah. There, there's no other way to handle it. You're right. Unless you just take it completely out of play, which some people want it to be. But, yeah. anyway. Kent Bottrager wants to know, if we had to sit and play a video game for 24 hours straight, what game would you pick? Oh, I could play the show nonstop. I, I got that, that made me think, right? I was thinking about NCAA football. If you didn't play the games, if you simmed the games and just recruited the recruiting and all that stuff, how many seasons could you do in 24 hours? Could you get 20 years in? Season every hour, 15 minutes or so. Basically. I think you probably could. I mean, yeah. you could get close to it anyway. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the answer, I would pick a, a sports game like that. that yeah, because I, well, I don't have to think that much. Uh, William Wallace Nye the Fifth. That's a great name. If football gets pushed to the spring, how awesome on a scale of 1 to 10 would it be to have all three major sports going on at the same time in Starkville? From a fan perspective, it sounds like a 10. Fans, 10. MSU administration, 2. Because they're going to be busier than all hell. Media, we're, be- we're, we're a 5 or a 6. It'd be a lot of fun. But we would be, I mean... It'd be fun and a headache all at the same time because, I mean, you're going to run into those issues where you have a home SEC football game and a road SEC baseball game. Well, that's not, I mean, that's that's not that big You're going to run into issues. I mean, here's what I'm going with. I was thinking in terms of, like, what if you have a weekend where everybody's at home, okay? So what do you think? Friday? Well, basically, you have Super Bulldog weekend... With an actual football game. With an actual football game and then throw basketball in there too. Be right? Awesome. It would be awesome. But just think about it like this. Think about this schedule. Because I think if, this, if that happened, they're like, we're going to play football this spring. 
you're going to have to play Thursday baseball every every series. So Thursday baseball, Friday baseball and women's basketball, Saturday football and men's basketball, and you just have to stagger the times. And Sunday uh, baseball. That keeps baseball teams in town for like five days. Uh. I mean, I don't know what you want me to tell you at this point. I mean, what else are you going to do? Are, are you the only other thing you could do is go Friday baseball and then Sunday doubleheader? Yeah. And probably play between two seven inning doubleheaders, and then play women's basketball on Sunday with the doubleheader baseball going. I don't know. Yeah, it's there'd be a lot. It's tough to figure out. It would be tough. Like for you and I, it would be tough. For like twenty four seven, those guys they have enough people to like. Oh yeah, they got they can spread half out a dozen guys. They're fine. You know, it's probably start with Claire and Ledger. Somebody would come up here and help Tyler and help Nick Suss in Oxford on the week. They would figure it out. You and I would be having to make choices. We're men on an island. Yeah. Whatever you decide is where I'm going. You you might you might have a, you might be able to find us asleep in the press <laughs> box at some point. It'd be a lot of fun though. I'll be honest with you. Stephen Sprawberry, and we talked about this today on Sports Talk Mississippi. Do you think part of going through security this year, they will take people's temperature? Yes. I think that, but I'm interested to see how that works because picture game one, 11 a.m. kickoff. It's 110 degrees and 96% humidity. You're going to get hot walking from the car. So how does that work? Uh, if you're out tailgating, you know, you're going to be working up sweat. I'll say... Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work, but I do know that the other day, I guess it depends on the quality of the thermometer, but the other day I was blistering hot. Yeah. And to keep from getting down a road that has nothing to do with the question, I had to go to a place where I had to have my temperature checked to get in the building. Yeah. And I was blistering hot as I walked in, uh-huh. and I took my temperature, and it was like 97.6. So okay. See, I had the I opposite it, happen. I had I was at the dentist, and I had to wait in my car, and I just had the window down, and when I went up to go look at the to get my temperature check, it was 99 point something. And I just been in the car, yeah. so they, they let me like go back to the car and I turn roll the window up and turn blare the air conditioner and it came back down. But yeah, that's it's a concern. So maybe it's you know, I don't know. Maybe they just maybe they do it like they do for kids at school. You know, kids at school. If your kid's ninety nine point six, they say send them to school. They're yeah, fine. that's what I was gonna say. Maybe they have some knowledge o- of that. Like, if it's over a hundred, yeah. If it's under a hundred, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Or maybe like I don't know, I'll, one degree. I let the medical professionals yeah. discover that, but I, I do think. That you're probably gonna have to, yeah. it, and it's again just a guess. Stephen also asked, "Do you think there'll be fewer concessions available?" Yes, I think they will limit the number of stands because there are gonna be fewer people in the stadium, so they they won't have like do they still have the like the off stands like they have the Hale State Eats, but then they also have like you can go over here and get this and go over here and get those will be gone. It's just gonna be like the basic options that they yeah, can do for you. But they could spread out the people that were there better if the yeah, others were open. Probably. Well, I don't know. I don't we'll, know. we'll see. Another Steven here. Can we do a super show with Joel and Bob? Make it happen. Tell Bob to show up. Yeah, I'm all for it. Ford Polk. Is Undertaker Kane the best storyline in wrestling? No. 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 Not even close. The best storyline in wrestling I maybe, can't believe you're having maybe the NWO. I say the NWO is the correct answer. Yeah. yeah. It's not even close. I was trying to think if I could think of anything to talk. Well, Austin McMahon. Austin McMahon is good. Is but the NWO there. really changed wrestling for me. Um, and, and I mean, there's, there's so many times people have been backstabbed and everything else. Undertaker. The, the NWO thing led to every like the like Austin McMahon. I don't yeah. know if it happens if the NWO thing. Right. Exactly. Like, I don't know. And then he wants to know 
Uh, which is the best cane? No mask cane, tank top cane, or one sleeve cane? One sleeve cane, like 97, 98 yeah. when he first got there. You didn't there. talk. And you yeah. were just like, this guy is he terrifying. He is an actual terrifying monster. Yeah, that's the best cane. Judd Junkins wants to know, with Buster Posey opting out this year and Joey Bart waiting in the wings, and the Giants drafted another catcher this year too, do you think Posey ever plays catcher again for the Giants or he potentially moves to first base for DH? DH is interesting because I think that's going to be a, a thing now. I think the NL is going to make the, the switch finally, which I'm not a fan of, but whatever. I think Buster Posey may have seen his last action behind the plate. Well, I'm interested to see that DH thing because when they approved all these rules for this year, they don't apply to next year. So there's still one more year where you may see the pitcher hit. Right. But after this collective bargaining agreement goes up, the DH will come to the National League full-time. That will happen. Yeah. You, you might see in the 2021 season one more year of the pitcher hitting, but it's it's leaving after that. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. A. Swenson, if Mullen leaves in 2014, who does state hire? I can't remember who was available at the time. That's a good question. I mean, when did Tom Herman go to Texas? It was 2016, so that's probably not going to happen there. Um, I don't think they would have just bumped up Jeff Collins. Um, you know, Leach would have been available, but I don't know. He would have, I mean. You know, Napier is not a guy who would have been on that radar. I'm trying to think who would like, was James Franklin still at a. Was that before Penn State? I'm trying to think, had he already gone to Penn State? That that would have been an option, though, if he hadn't. I don't know. Let's go back and look. Um, Jeff wants to know, Jeff Hart, with the SWAC canceling football this fall, what is the likelihood State finds another opponent to replace uh, A&M, Alabama A&M? Zero. Yeah, because that I game think is the, done. the schedule. If the They're, SWAC hadn't canceled football this fall, the, uh, the SEC is changing things. Yeah, you know, that game was probably are. never going to get played either way. Yeah. So. Uh, the Ginger Beard Man wants to know: Any chance Tulu switches to cornerback or goes both ways in twenty twenty? I don't. I don't see that happening. Mm, I don't they, think so. they need receivers. Greater wrestling love story: Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth, Triple H and Stephanie, or Good Old Jr. and Doctor Death Steve Williams. <laughs> he did love Doctor Death. <laughs> he did. Uh, I gotta go with Macho Man, Miss Elizabeth, the first lady of wrestling. Come on. That's right. classic, but I don't know that old. The, the Triple H Stephanie thing is just interesting from multiple levels. You got basically a wrestler that married the boss's daughter and now will one day be the boss himself. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, that's kinda, a real life thing. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, Josh Watson, here we go. He wants an all-time MSU football team by position group. All-time MSU football team by position group. So well, we know who the quarterback is. So fourteen, or you know, fifteen, because you got Nick. So, because you, then you've got the best two quarterbacks in MSU history are on the roster at the same time. Nick was redshirting in 14. Running backs, would you go 94, Davis and Bowie, 2000, uh, 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 Miller and Walker? Uh, or would I know I'm leaving out like Walter Packer, Dennis Johnson, but I know you don't know anything about them. Or do you go uh, 10, Ballard and Ladarius Perkins? Or do you go 17, Aris Williams and uh, Colin Hill? Colin didn't do much that year. No, though. he didn't. Yeah. I'm going Davis Ballard, and Bowie. Ballard, Perkins. What did, I'm trying to remember what they did together. Perkins didn't year. do a whole ton, but he was a good change of pace. Ballard yeah. did a lot. I'm going, I'm going Davis and Bowie. 
Dante Walker was pretty good. Really behind, good behind, behind Desenzo that year. That too. one year, yeah. So, so I too, I'm going with that. I don't know. Maybe it's just me glorifying my 15 year old self, but I kind of like Desenzo and, and Walker that 2000 year. I think we're going to agree on the 15 wide receivers. Yeah. So Duranya, Fred Ross, yeah. Fred Brown, Gabe Miles. That's a good group. The O line. And that was the greatest passing season in yeah. MSU history to this point. Won't be after this year if they. Well, be. I don't know. It may be. On it won't be. How many games they play? Yeah, but still. Um, o line. I'm, I'm going 94. I mean, they they were the only O line in MSU history that got bigger when you put the tight end in there. You can't go wrong with that. <laughs> um, we D line. 18. 18. 18 yeah. is, is the correct answer. No doubt. 99 would have been the other choice, but 18 is the correct answer. Uh, linebacker core. Um, with 15 with McKinney and uh, Richie Brown and Beniquez Brown. I guess it was four, 14. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was a really good group. And then Matt Wells. That's it. You forget about Matt Wells. Yeah, he was guy with Man, he was fast. <laughs> Secondary, 99. Smoot, Bean, Ashley Cooper, Tim Nelson, Pick Prather, Josh Morgan. That's an easy one. So there you go. That's our team. Uh, that was a lot easier than I thought it would be. Yeah. Special uh, teams? You want to go that far? I might go 99 again. Scott Westfield and Jeff Walker? Yeah. Yeah. Andy Atkinson, uh, the enforcer, double A. I heard on another radio show that a significant number of state fans are also secretly Florida fans because of Mullen. How big of a meat is the guy who said that? That guy's the biggest meat of them all. All right. That guy is Bob Meat's dad. All right. That's somebody who probably eats his steak with ketchup. Don't trust a guy like that. Why are you listening to that radio show at that time of day is my question. <coughs> Love Jake. Good guy. But that's, he's, he's wrong. <laughs> state fans are not. There are no state fans who are pulling for Mullen. I, I, I'm almost positive for that. Carter, I think they probably grow by the year, though. Oh, I don't, I don't think so. You don't think so? Yeah, that's I mean, like year, the first year after he's gone, nobody's rooting for the, him. That wound will last forever. If you get Florida, Bama in the SEC championship, I don't care. Who, who's, who's probably Bama? Bama, think so? Yeah. The only way the only way it would change is if it was Ole Miss, which I don't have to worry about. Uh, but you'll this, see them play Ole Miss this year. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Oh, I might. Uh, if, I hope if, you see them play Ole Miss if, this if, year. If somehow the bye weeks can, because things are going to change around. If the bye weeks can line up, and I can go to Oxford, I will. <laughs> Uh, Carter Bentley wants to know, this is for you, what's a one-game outcome you would change for the Braves? One-game outcome I would change for the Braves? Yeah. Uh, they lose that, any game sevens? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, the first one that comes to mind immediately is the 91 World Series game seven. Yeah, that's a good one. John Smoltz, Jack Morris. Yeah. Lose one nothing in extras. Yeah, yeah. And, and then... Not going to go with the, the infield fly here? No. no. Because, I mean, that just wins you a wild Yeah, but then you don't game. have to, that issue, you don't have that... that that feeling of just anger every time you see an infield fly now. No, because, look, too, if you go back to those 90s Braves, the one world championship is nice, and it kind of puts a bow on that era. But if you have two, that's a dang dynasty, kind of. You know, you, you you win the division every year. you got a couple of world titles. i got to go game 791. That's, that's it. Okay. And if I could... Pick another one. It'd probably be in that '96 World Series when Jim Leyritz hits the home yeah, run off of Wallers. because yeah. that was not that would not have been a clincher. Yeah, but the Braves would have been up been up three two at that point, right? 
three one. I okay. Believe. Well then, yeah. If, if crap, now here I am. Long day. I can't remember which game that was, but they would have won that series had they won that game, I believe. But ninety one game seven is is the answer. All right. Uh, Chris Nail, more for you here. If you don't win the first preseason game, can you still win them all? Yeah, preseason games aren't official. Doesn't count. count. What's the pitching situation going to look like for the Braves? Hamels out, Felix out, Fulty, Rusty. Uh, Soroka's the ace. Max Freed, number two. Uh, Sean Newcomb's going to be in the rotation. I don't know. I, I think right now they've got him slated to start the third game of the season, uh, which means Fulty will start the fourth. And right now that fifth spot's just kind of up for grabs. My, I would go Kyle Wright right there, former Vandy star. That's who I'd put there. But they may throw Josh Tomlin or somebody in there until Cole Hamels is ready. But I'd go Kyle Wright right now. All right. Uh, Brady Taylor, if we get halfway through football season and the passing game is not what we hope it'll be, do you think Leach will look at a package with Schrader and Hill and commit to the run more? No. If so, let me finish the question. <laughs> Would that hurt our chances with another transfer with an elite arm? Go ahead. No. No. <laughs> Mike Leach is not changing under any circumstances. He hadn't changed in 20 years or whatever it is. He, he isn't changing now, I don't think. No. He did the offense is going to be the offense, is going to be the offense, is going to be the offense. You've heard Brian say many times, if you listen to him, both on Thunder and Lightning and the B&B show through the years, there are a lot of coaches that would rather lose their way than win someone else's. Well, Mike Leach in, in this air raid is that way. He, he's either going to win with it or he's going to lose with it, but he's going to run it. Yeah. And that's just it. I went back and looked. Uh under uh, Mike Leach, he has only averaged less than 330 yards passing once his first year as a head coach. So, uh, let's see here. We're a little, we got a little bit going on here. Hold on. Uh, RJ Sweatman says, if we're up big, does Leach keep throwing or does he run the ball to chew up clock? Buddy, he's going to keep flinging it down the field. Ain't no lead big enough for Mike Leach. I still am interested to, and I will ask it at some point when we get the chance, but like third and, and, and two, uh, yeah, time running down. Yeah. You just want to run out the clock. Like, surely you run the ball there, right? You would think. <laughs> you would think that. Last one from RJ Swetman. What is the state of the linebacker core? How will they be used? Well, you got some new faces there. You know, now they're going to be used aggressively, I think. But yeah, they they are, you know, Errol Thompson, and then, you know, what does Tyrus Wheat do? What does uh, Jordan Davis do? You know, what does uh, Trey Lawson do? Aaron Brule, Nate Watson, those guys. I mean, there's just a bunch of different, bunch of just new a names. A lot of unknowns there. Yeah, but I think they're going to be very active, mm-hmm. very active. So, all right, tomorrow's show, another double interview show. Opponent preview is LSU. SEC preview is Texas A&M, which we'll just flip around and get A&M again in a couple weeks. But we'll try to get some new interviews. We've got Olin Buchanan joining us from Tex-Ags to talk about the Aggies and from the uh, talk about the Tigers, our good friend Brooks Cabina uh, from The Advocate down there in Baton Rouge will be joining us. So should be a good show. Looking forward to bringing it to you tomorrow. For Joel T. Coleman, Woo! I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. So high five.
Talk Mississippi Media Production.